Hey, it's Clay. Welcome to another episode of the Money with Clay podcast. We are going to be talking some inspiration. We're going to be talking some motivation. And quite frankly, assuming I've done my job right, assuming I've given consistent thoughts and you know attitudes towards things, really what we're going to talk about from this article here underlines what everything is about here in the Money with Clay community, you know, culture, whatever you want to call it, because it's just a simple bit of advice that we're going to cover. And this advice is, like I said, what I would say is kind of the glue, the underlying dynamic that is holding everything together as far as my belief system and the way that I think you should go about things. And what's great here is that this is not uh, some sort of, you know, hypothetical. This is uh, a, something that happened and it's a, a reality. And it really just goes to show that one little statement, you know, one bit of basically, uh, you know, uh, a, a question can open up so many doors. I will say this though, I am willing to concede the fact that this statement, this question in the context of, let's say you living in North Korea, let's say you living in Venezuela, Somalia, some others, you know, some sort of country like that. I will never say something is impossible, but I'm also willing to concede, all right, yeah, in those situations, it would be very, very, very difficult. But in most situations, it's not North Korea. It's not Venezuela. It's not Somalia. It is a, a you know, a circumstance where, you know what, this bit of advice, this question, if you really go about life in this way, I mean, it can open up so many doors. And in this situation, a, a pretty big door. So the title of this article comes from CNBC Make It. Camelia Harris, and I should note, this is not political at all. I'm not trying to endorse anybody. I'm not trying to uh, talk down anybody. I'm just looking at the actual, well, the mother in the situation here. I'll just get it out there. So the mother's advice is what I found just perfect, to which I 100% agree with. And then, you know, whether you like her or don't like her, again, I'm not uh, going to disclose my thoughts on that because that's not the point here. The point here is to make no political statement. The point here is to make just a life statement, to make a good financial statement, to make a good just in general decision-making statement here because it comes from the mother's advice. So Camelia Harris, who is, who is, who, Camelia Harris, oh, there we go. If See, good thing this isn't about reading, right? Camelia Harris is who she is because of her mother's retort to any complaint. Now, I'm not going to give you what this complaint is or what the retort is, but as a quick, maybe you're listening to this in the archives, uh, but Camelia Harris just uh, was chosen as Joe Biden's vice presidential uh, nominee. But I mean, like I said, no political comments here, whether you like her or don't like her, agree with her or disagree with her. Let, let, we should all agree that, you know what, you got to give respect where respect is due. Climbing up to becoming a vice presidential nominee um, and potentially vice president. I mean, as of the recording of this, the election hasn't taken place. But, I mean, impressive. You got to give credit where credit's due. Very, very impressive that she is now potentially in a spot to become vice president of the United States of America. So, go, and I'm not going to read the entire article. But going through, basically, her uh, parents were immigrants. Her uh, mom was from India, and her dad was from uh, Jamaica. And let's see, where's that one quote? Yeah, so basically, whenever Camelia had a complaint, 
whenever they had or whenever she entered into the oh woe was me oh you know fill in the blank and that blank is being filled by something that is not ideal right maybe doesn't seem fair maybe doesn't seem right maybe doesn't seem good hence it being a complaint right complaining about something what did her mother reply back to what are you going to do about it so think about that complain 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 yeah what are you going to do about it in other words let me translate do something take matters into your own hands you're not you know you you just don't have to sit back you don't have to just take it if you don't like it what are you going to do about it implying you know what you can do something it's up to you it's not you up oh, there's i, I got to just sit back it is what it is you know, there's nothing i can do woe is me i'm the victim i have this complaint and you know imagine if the mother said yeah i know that that's pretty terrible isn't it but you know that's just the way it is and that's just you got to accept it and there's nothing you can do about it imagine if that was the mother's advice something that ingrained in her mind yeah yeah that's a man yeah, that's a that's a bummer ah oh, man there's just nothing i can do about it you just got to take it that's just society that's just you know everything is is rigged against you you, you just can't make it i mean whatever this complaint is is i mean oh i mean really truly stop and think about the difference in that sort of attitude of the advice being given and that is why all the time i maybe not every episode but in many episodes who are you surrounding yourself with i get it at this point you may be at a, a portion of life where you, you're no longer living with your parents or and, and you're not a I'm assuming children don't listen to this podcast. So I get it. Maybe you didn't have, uh, in, in, and I don't say this to, you know, to discourage you towards or, or to downplay your, your parents or say that they did a bad job, but maybe you didn't quite have a, a parent that offered you that sort of advice. Maybe they took more of the advice as, yeah, you know, it stinks and you got to just live with it. There's nothing you can do. And, you know, almost just kind of gave you the, you know, the, it, the, where you didn't really feel empowered to go out there and do anything. But, at this point, that's okay. Who are you starting yourself with? If you were to complain about something, what would what would your you know group of people say? Would they just say, "Oh yeah, you know, it's terrible," or they say, "Well, yeah, yeah, but what? I mean, what are you going to do about it? What what can you do about it?" And then you start talking about potential solutions. You start talking about potential ways around things. I don't have a problem complaining. I don't have a problem with people focusing on a problem. I I, I don't at all. But. If you just end it there, that's where my problem comes into play. Well, let's talk about some solutions. What could you actually do about this complaint, about this problem, about this, whatever you want to call it, that's some sort of, has some sort of negative thing attached to it, hence you complaining about it. That's the first step in any sort of problem solving is, well, you got to identify the complaint. You got to identify the problem, right? But then you got to focus on the solution. And that's what her mother was all about is, hey, that's, you got to complain. But what, what are you going to do about it? What's the solution? Focus on the solution. Don't just sit there and take it. Don't just sit there and accept it as is. Focus on the solution. And I go back to, no, I, I get it. Yeah, but I mean, if I live in North Korea, I mean, what, what what can I really do about it? If I live in Venezuela, I mean, what really can I do about it? And like I said, I won't say it's impossible to, to work yourself out of those sorts of situations, but that is that is a much different situation than if you're in the United States of America or you're in some sort of, you know, well-developed country. I'm sorry, but this is exactly why 
I, I, I don't have a lot of, well, woe is me. I'm the victim. I can't get ahead. Everything's rigged against me. No, if you think something is rigged against you, what are you going to do about it? You know, what are you going to do? Find a solution. Work around. And there are all sorts of solutions. The in case in point here, here was a child of two immigrants who is now the vice presidential nominee. If that doesn't offer you up inspiration, again, put the name aside. Just don't even worry about the name. Uh, and ex- for two reasons. First, even if you like her, well, don't make, oh yeah, that that's, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the, the principles here. And the principles here is, here is a, a, a woman where her mother could have said, yeah, you know, and just reinforced all those complaints, reinforced whatever sort of negative things that, you know, were, were observed and, can, and, you know, verbalized with a complaint. Yeah, yeah, you know, they it, it just could have been, you know, baked into this in such a way of where, you know, she just felt trapped. She felt like she could never get ahead. She felt like she couldn't really do anything or make anything of herself and that she just, you know, it, it is what it is. She just had to go with the flow at the status quo. But no, now all of a sudden, because of this mentality of, no, you can do something about it. Yeah, think about solutions. Try to get those solutions moving. Just take control, right? And we talk about this all the time here. Take control, whether that be of your personal finances, your health, anything in life. But it's hard to take control if you don't have a mindset right up front of, well, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Such a powerful, great bit of advice. And this is why I, I just, I don't understand how people can say, oh, well, you just can't get ahead. Well, why can't you get ahead? Because of this, that, and the other. Okay, well, what are you going to do about it? Are, are there ways around this, that, and the other? And if you truly put critical thought, if you truly look at a situation, there are ways around it, especially in the United States. I mean, there are, I mean, and in many developed countries, there are opportunities out there for everybody. Now, let me make this, I'm not saying the, I'm not saying the, the the solution. I'm not saying the workers work around. I'm not saying the way you get over and you know what you do about it. I'm not saying that what you got to do about it is always going to be, you know, rainbows and butterflies and sweet old little ladies. You know, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but I mean there is still plenty of ways around it. And right here we have somebody that's literally now the nominee for the vice president of the United States. So just keep that in mind as you go, and especially if uh, as parents. Make sure you're, you're you're telling your kids that sort of advice. Ingraining that into them is don't give them a victim mentality. Just force them. Make them think, yeah, you don't like it. What are you going to do about it? Because what are you going to do about it? What does that imply? That implies that there's something you can do about it. So, and by doing that, well, that means that, you know what? Things are still in your hands. Yeah, maybe you don't like what's in your hand right now, but it is in your hand and there's something you can do about it. It's possible to do something about it. And that is powerful. As maybe, maybe you're younger and you're, in, but you're maybe you're an aunt or uncle or something like that. And you have nephews or nieces. Maybe you just have some younger person within some sort of context. I don't know, within your neighborhood, maybe you volunteer. I don't know what, but what, what are you actually conveying to these people? Are you conveying a sense of almost bondage where, yeah, there's nothing you can do. You're just, everything's rigged against you. It is what it is. Or you conveying a message of, yeah, things can be rough. Yeah, things can be annoying. Yeah, you you go ahead, complain about that. But at the end of the day, after you get the complaints out of your system, what are you going to do about it? Huh? What, what, what sort of changes are you going to make? What would be the solution to that problem? How can you fix the problem? It, it all goes back to, you know, people that say, oh, I can't afford that. To the people that say, okay, how can I afford it? 
Right, another one of those just mindsets. The mindsets that, uh, you know, Camelia's mom, she would definitely be something where if Camelia said, oh, I can't afford it, right? That would be a complaint. I. It sounds like Camelia's mom would say, huh? Well, what are you gonna do about it? How can you afford it, right? Just little things like that make such a big difference. And in this society we live in, United States, crazy to think that, uh, you know, a, a woman of two immigrant parents is now the vice presidential nominee. And that, that's very inspirational. That's very motivational, despite politics, despite what you know you may think. You, you, that's good stuff. And it all starts with a mother that had her in the mindset of don't have a victim mentality. Go out there and do something about what you don't like, because this is America. This is uh you know that you can do something about something else that maybe you don't like. Might not be easy. Might not be the most pleasurable thing ever, but it's totally possible. So just convey that, convey that to others. Maybe you yourself need to have a little rewiring of your brain. That's all right, no big deal. Uh, you know, that that's it. better now to change things around than uh, you know not change it around. So I mean, maybe you just need to start to view life more with that sort of what are you gonna do about it attitude. So I love that advice, fantastic, and really just summarizes just what is possible when you make and you have little tweaks like that in your mindset and your viewpoint of the world. So get out there and yeah, start. I mean, go ahead, complain. That's fine. But what are you going to do about it? Thank you so much for hanging out and listening. Before I go, I want to just make your attention to a few things. First off, if you enjoyed the show, then make sure to help us out in the iTunes, especially if you could leave us a rating. That goes a long way and just assists me in getting the word out there. And I, I genuinely would appreciate it. Second, if you find yourself either in debt or just feeling like your, your personal finances are kind of out of control or could be much more efficient, then I would encourage you to go to moneywithclay.com and check out the Slab Money Method. That is the course that I put together as a former process engineer that outlined every single step, step by step by step with documentation, with forms to fill out, that'll put you on the path, the exact path I used to pay off $163,000 of debt and get myself to the point where not only am I debt free, but I am now able to build wealth and build wealth in an efficient uh, manner. So if you're curious and interested in that, again, moneywithclay.com and that is the slab money method. And no, this is not all some massive sales pitch when I say that it works, it truly does. And I back that up with more than words. My action behind those words is that course comes with a one year money back guarantee. So if you try it out and you're not making any progress, you're not seeing any progress, then I will refund you the cost of the course, which is very minimal to begin with. And then finally, make sure to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, just look up for Money With Clay and you will see us there. Again, thanks for hanging out. I'll see you back next episode.